Hello, and welcome to the Dan Sons Podcast. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing fancier. No, no gimmicks. We have the three double Ds. <laughs> we got George. Hello. We got Matt. Hey, what's going on? And we got me, <laughs> Liam. It's good to see you guys. Hello. How you doing? It is. It is good to see you folks again. It's been. It's been two weeks since we last uh, had had one of our little shindigs, and boy, oh boy, what a. What a, what a two-week stretch this one's been. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how it's only been two weeks. It does not feel like it at all. Yeah. It, 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 like it legit feels like one week. Like, I, I remember, like, wondering whether whether or not we should um go go as deep into this stuff, and then it just feels like I kind of blinked and was writing an outline about it, like, like last night. Yeah. yeah, it's... it's I don't know. <laughs> Time is going fast. <laughs> The years start coming, and they don't stop coming. Well, I mean, I guess it's hard to, to not to to start a podcast. I I there's gonna be a, like a, a I think a, a few crowds uh, or a couple crowds here. It's gonna yeah. be a crowd mm-hmm. that's like you probably need to at least address what's going on. There's mm-hmm. gonna be a crowd that's gonna be like they they you know just talk about video games. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. The stick right. to stick to video stick to games. Video games Stay right. in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Fuck that. You know, or or at least like not necessarily stick to video games, but you know, like yeah. a place where they can laugh instead of like seeing what's on the news. Yes. But, like if you're yes. If 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 hearing about this type of stuff makes you uncomfortable, you may you may need to to really <laughs> think about why that is. Hmm. You know. But um, I would say, you know, I, I, I think I don't want to speak for everyone here, but like it's shitty what's happening right now. It's real shitty. It needs to happen. It and, needs to happen. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's sadly, I mean, depending on where you're getting your news from, depending on who you're talking to, the people you have surrounded, you know. The people you're surrounded with, you, you probably have a different view of what's going on, and um, I, I will tell you to please, <laughs> please uh, get out there and actually inform yourself a little bit, um, uh, because uh, it's it's pretty bad out there. It's pretty rough uh, from the shit that I've seen. Um, I've been to my fair of protests out there, peaceful protest, and um, yeah. Hopefully we don't all get coronavirus, but <laughs> everything. Dude, there's it, there's so many variables at play here. It's insane. It it's it still needs to happen. It there's no way. But yeah. For for future reference, we are recording on June eighth, two thousand twenty. Uh, over a week into sustained protests against black uh, against police brutality particularly against uh, uh, black victims across the United States and the world as a whole. And one thing that I, I I just said one thing, even though there's tons of many variables here, but I think the thing that knocks me so cleanly out of, out of any sense of security is how quickly mainstream support behind black lives matter seems to have switched like we're seeing conservatives like uh 
I think it was Mitt Romney who was joining the protests in in some news stories that were going around yesterday about how as as a conservative Christian, you know, uptight, tightwad kind of character, he still feels like this is an important movement to participate in. And that's the kind of crowd that considered Black Lives Matter to be like a terrorist group two years ago. Like like this is this is one of those cataclysmic weeks where you see mainstream where you saw something niche go mainstream in a way that that totally seemed faster than expected. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be like the video just being just too bad. It, it's just just too bad. <laughs> you know, just just a step over like, ooh, okay. Yeah. And and it's it's kind of everything. Like just a week before I was in the Discord like yelling about Oh, was it Amy? Is it what was her name? Amy? Amy the, the girl in, in 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 the park. Yeah, Central Amy Park. Cooper. We were Amy a good Cooper. Old laugh about. Yeah, it's just like people just. That was like just a, just 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 like the end, man. Yeah, like they're supposed to be wealthy New Yorkers who were who were above this kind of behavior. Oh but no no no! New York is was... extremely racist, man. Extremely that... racist. Like I figuring had a... out. That, that was surprising to me that she was in Central Park and and that she was supposed to be this like executive VP of an investment bank in Manhattan. I I I had a um I had an ex who graduated from NY. I think I told you guys this, and it's insane the story she has told me from 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 NYU, dude, NYU. And you would think the diversity there in New York, you wouldn't have these problems. But apparently, it's a huge issue. And and if you if you look, if you see a lot of the what's happening in in New York right now, it's pretty fucking bad over there. I mean, it looks straight up like GTA at night. Oh, yeah, like, the it's NYPD, they were bad. they were doing the the ISIS drive a truck into a crowd thing. Yeah. And that was that was on video that that oh, everyone this. has seen. The video is making a completely different different change of things in terms of breaking this cause out to the mainstream. Yeah. I I, I there's a lot of stuff that I've seen that there's a lot of stuff I can say, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, it's just too much bad. <laughs> you know, like I saw a video in San Diego about someone kidnapping this woman, um, not kidnapping the cops, kidnapping the woman and on, you know, straight off the street and they're all videotaping and they're asking, where are you taking them? Where are you taking her? Where are you taking her? Screaming. Everyone's just like crazed. And it's just at the, when you see a video like that, and it's San Diego. It's, it's down the street from me. You're like, nah, this has got to be like, this has got to be fake, right? There's a lot of times where you watch something and you're just like, there's no way this is this is going on. This is something out of a movie. You know, and you kind of you have to wait for it to be confirmed because it's just that outlandish. And when, when stuff is confirmed, you're just like, okay, how are the police able to do what they can do i mean i we were talking about the old man that got pushed over 75 year old man and then blood pooling out like that's some fucking ridiculous shit and people in the comments are just like totally just like okay okay with this yeah the police are doing it like fuck you guys fuck you guys (laughs) 
police is walking by is the, the old man bleeding. Come on, man. Out of his head. I don't know, man. Let me let me not get on the rant. Let me not get on the rant. But yeah, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> it's it. I mean, there's nothing I can add to it in any sense that spells further how difficult or how bad it is out there. But we have switched from where we were last week to the point now where outside the White House, in massive yellow letters down the whole street, is written "Black Lives Matter." If anybody oh, yeah. has, if anybody has any, any like had any understanding of protesting, and they were like, "Well, it's not going to work," blah blah blah. It's working slowly, but what is the biggest thing that's coming out of this is the absolute demonic, like demonic attitude of the police of America. It's insane. Like it's it's yeah. like we've watched the Hong Kong protests for what. Six months now? And the statistics mm-hmm. were they've killed maybe one person in six months. And in, what about all the disappearances and suicides? Yes, but think of the 17 recorded deaths related to protests in America. And then also none of the things that you will have heard of that were not filmed, that were not caught on camera. Because at this point, it's very clear that police officers in America are very well aware they're being recorded and yet still don't give a fuck. Like the yeah. old dude being pushed over, it's scary. Like I, you live in a police state, you do, and that yes. needs to change. And I think alongside, obviously, this incredibly powerful movement, and quite rightly, it had to happen. If something comes from defunding police, in the like people think defunding police is a bad thing, but considering the ratios of which the American budget is divvied out across hospitals and education and the you know the whatnots across america what is it like 60 billion something fucking stupid across america to fund police it's insane and i mean this is not even going into like well without a doubt how racist a lot of police officers in america are it's it, it's so it's mystifying the- let me ask you something, Liam. Um, yeah. I play with a few UK friends, and we were all talking. Mm. And it's hard not to like have like at least a little conversation about what's happening. Oh, of course. And they were like, yo, if a cop over here in the UK would ever push down a woman to the floor, like how I've been seeing over there, we would beat that police officer's ass and put him mm-hmm. in the hospital it would you know why because he doesn't have a fucking gun yeah and i was just like huh and it, so this is the thing i mean uk is by no means perfect and we have terrible examples of police officers doing the wrong thing and beating up the yeah. wrong people and based on race and that we have a history of that too but it is in no way statistically even close <laughs> to what happens in america but in in yeah. the uk the idea that you would have a, a pregnant woman be shot in her car by police officers would literally be national news for weeks and weeks. And there'd be an inquiry and those police officers would be immediately fired and then they would be arrested. Like, it is not even close to being similar. And and that's the UK. And the UK has problems. Yeah. And it's insane. Because they those problems need to be fixed. But... 
I mean, they like broke down the statue. Didn't they? I yeah, I mean that's it. Yeah, that? that's yeah. the first thing we did. We took down the statue. Yeah. We're like this racist statue. Let's pull that shit down. <laughs> Throw it in the river. The proper channels. They and a lot they of police officers. It. A lot of police officers. Well, that's because we called what we threw it into a channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the statue so we, has gone through the proper channels. Yeah, it's now in the proper channel. It's funny because I saw, I saw, for anybody who doesn't know, we have this terrible human being called Edward Coulson, who was a slave trader in, in the UK. And um, Bristol is famously where he lived. And uh, there's a statue of a lot of places named after him. And there's been a lot of, like, people think this is coming out of nowhere, but it hasn't. There's been a lot of talk for a long time about getting the streets changed and, uh, uh, taking that statue down and stuff like that, and it just never happened. And it's uh, finally, uh, well, not finally, uh, you know, some protesters uh, took it down. They were like, fuck this racist shit, pull that stuff down. Uh, we threw it in a river. And immediately the first thing I saw this morning was his Wikipedia page, which was uh, Edward Coulson has <laughs> won the diving uh, championship with an 8.8 <laughs> dive. <laughs> so... <laughs> top work, top work. I mean, we went to Iraq and toppled Saddam Hussein's uh, statue immediately. Why the fuck are we not getting rid of this shit in our own country? Like, it's... Yeah. 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 It's, it's unavoidable. Things have to change. And Man. I, I, you, I mean, holy shit, 2020, guys. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like smirking behind the webcam here because I just like can't wait to say it and that is you know based on the discussions we've had and the opinions I've held on this podcast is that despite how slow the system works these these cataclysmic weeks where direct action actually gets results is so much faster than than what what I am used to like they they had the offending officer in the George Floyd case arrested by the end of the day by the end of the next four days the other four officers were put in place now Minneapolis has a veto-proof majority in the town council who can override the mayor's decision they're, they're promising that they actually are going to defund the whole police department and replace it with with some other kind of of, of community law enforcement solution and I just, I can't imagine a lot of that stuff that's been, like like Mitt Romney showing up to protest, the uh, Black Lives Matter getting getting laid out on the street, and also this conversation about defunding and, and replacing the police being something that doesn't sound so scary anymore. In, in any of these cases where terms like this get tossed around, it, it always, in retrospect, feels like there could have been a better choice of words, but it seems like people now know that doesn't mean anarchy. <laughs> It, it means, oh, like, yeah. trying to, to send maybe a, a, a uniformed, trained, armed uh, suicide therapist to the suicide threat instead of a, a cop. Try, try, may, maybe sending some, some kind of authoritarian marriage counselors some... to the domestic calls. It also means not arming them with shit tons of gas canisters and the ability to fire non-lethal and massive fucking quotations uh rubber bullets at people like you only need that if you expect these things will happen and why are these things happening well because you're giving the the police the powers to do this kind of shit it's a huge wake-up call broadcasted on on television to everyone that these are not professional experts 
who who have been employed for the kind of authorities they have been given. And that's seeing public opinion change like that in a way so favorable, I guess. Like, like, like it I'm, took I'm, I'm aware of. I mean, of the it's position. taken millions. It's not easy, and it's not something that has like, oh wow, look, we did it. <laughs> that's, that's not what's happened. It's not like, oh yeah, great, we did it. it. It's definitely it's taken millions across all of America, and like, it's so funny, right? Only America. I mean, obviously this is incredible, right? But we have so many problems worldwide. And this, it does make a lot of uh, people outside of America laugh. Only in America could you have problems so bad that it takes other countries protesting as well about your own problems <laughs> to try and highlight to the people in power that these are problems. Like, you have protests in Paris, you have protests in the UK, Japan. Like, here, there was a picture of Palestinians. Like protesting about Black Lives Matter and those guys have enough problems themselves with Israelis bombing them quite constantly the the common thread is police brutality that's a gripe that everyone everywhere has even like like the two whitest people in this call still have had problems with with police brutality it's not it's it's very specifically a type of privilege that yes we all might suffer under some difficult policing circumstances. Of course, I've talked about mine on this podcast multiple occasions, but it's very specifically that the outcomes of our police situations wild very differently to the outcomes of certain people, right? And that I think that is the biggest problem. Like police brutality is terrible across all things, but the, it, it's the it's the outcome very specifically. Of certain police brutality that takes it too far, that gets sweeped under the carpet all the time. Yeah, you know, black people being, you know, completely oppressed by police, and it's not that; it's also racial profiling, right? Which then leads to these situations, which leads to terrible things happening. Like we've talked about it before, but it 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 fucking it, it baffles me. It just baffles me that a man could die because he was held up for potentially trying to buy something with a counterfeit $20 bill. In that entire yeah. situation, if you told me that was the outcome, in fact, how do you escalate a situation from that to that? Like, it, that is the problem. And it, it's, it, it, it's fucking insane. <laughs> it, it's just... It's just they find something, man. And those 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 were particularly bad. You know, like my situation wasn't even even that bad. When someone when the cop stopped me said I was speeding and and um he asked my my uh, wife at the time if um if I if I hit her <laughs> and shit like that. Like, fuck you. Fucking hell! You know, fuck you. But you know, I'm glad I didn't. I didn't get beat. I didn't get. I didn't get none of well, that the, the, stuff. You this, know what I was saying? thinking. My, I, was I thinking had to get this. bailed out for like a thousand dollars. But like, it's just. I was thinking know. about this the other day, and I was thinking about my terrible murder situation in Japan, right? And I was yeah. thinking about that exact situation, <laughs> but if I was black and in America, 
They would have and never how talked to I you. would have immediately, the door would have been busted open whether or not yes. I ha- I was the guy. I would have been either beaten into handcuffs immediately or tased. Or they would have thought, because my buddy was with me, they might have thought I held I held somebody hostage and they would have just shot at me immediately, right? Yo, Brianna Taylor. Have you yeah. heard that story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mistaken identity I, in her own yeah. apartment. Just bust through the door. Eight shots. Come on. Fuck Imagine fucking. if there was a video for that one. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was hoping. I was hoping. I was searching for it. I was like, fuck. There's no, you ain't had no ring camera. Come on, man. Ring camera? Yeah, man. Oh, you, you don't know about, like, ring? Ring is, like, insane, man. There's, like, a whole community for it. Um, my roommate got one. And we get updates on what happens in the neighborhood through our ring. People who steal. There's just like this guy who stole this guy, other guy's wife's shoes off the front porch. <laughs> There's people who, who's like checking car doors at night. It's weird. Oh. And, and they show you exactly where it, ha- where it happens in the neighborhood. I- I, I guess I should clarify. I just looked this up. I was picturing a literal ring with the oh. camera on. No, no ring like I gotta say, little, little deflating. Well, you, you got my hopes up. <laughs> Did you hear about the story recently, though, where loads of rings got hacked by some people? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So no. there's a couple of videos, and they're quite, they're quite scary. Like, it, some dude hacked, and like one is like spying on a little girl. And then he can t- he can <gasps> use the talkback, the audio recording, to play like to play his voice into it outwards, and he's like, "Hey girl, don't you want to like burn the- everything down?" Like, or he's basically like possessed that in talk, so... and it is, and like there's one dude who's in his kitchen and he's got a ring and he's like close the fridge and one guy's like, "Hey beefcake, what are you doing?" Like, and he's like, "What?" And like, "Hey, how's it going?" And it's it's so creepy. Oh, it's no, super, I don't think I'll be able yeah, to watch that's, that. That's a little. That's too it, far for me. But it man. was like a string, and it was like in a similar neighborhood where they like they found an exploit or something. But yeah, yeah, it was it was creepy. Dude, now dude, I don't I still, even want to get security systems. I yeah. still keep my passwords on like like paper. You guys, I I I, <laughs> I can't imagine buying something like this. And George will be the first to I go. <laughs> sticking it in, in, in a child's room and, and not, like, there's just... Yeah, but you're buying it thinking that it's going to do the job, right? <laughs> That's what it says on the tin. But, but if, if anything's hooked up to the internet, kids, just assume it's going to get hacked at some point in the future. Yeah, so somebody could be watching this right now, man. Oh, yeah, man. I, I unplug my my camera when I, I'm, like, working on and stuff. Like, I'm, like... Some dude's oh yeah, I turn that off to the side. It's just like I don't just, need it watching me. Just gonna cover this yeah, shit. Just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need you looking at what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's like all sorts of stuff happens in this room. Just <laughs> gonna turn it off to the wall, man. <laughs> you ain't getting no recordings of me. <laughs> I wonder what what my 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 Valve Index base stations have seen. They have infrared <laughs> scanners for night vision and everything. What is this? amorphous lump that is <laughs> <laughs> moving back and forth this blob that turns into george on, on like two days a week it looks like you're doing osmosis it's like you're one and then you suddenly your two cells split apart after you finished 
That's what it looks like. Who is who is that Batman animated series villain that turned into a puddle of clay? Clayface? Clayface. Clayface. Literally Clayface. Yeah, I'm Clayface. Gross. Don't don't body shame, man. Hey, it's your index that's doing it, not us. Well guys. We should we, we should we, we try about it? some sense of normality for for us and for the for the people yeah well before we talk about the protests again i guess we can talk about stupid dumb bullshit like video games and anime yeah i i i i want to say quickly i i know liam already voiced his his opinion on altered carbon season one but i i enjoyed it it was a fun it was a fun season season two is completely disgusting it it is one of the worst season twos I have ever watched in my entire fucking life. Really? This was it the show with the, the naked people. Just, just huh. naked people everywhere, right? No, right? no, it's not even that. It's just the writing is so awful. I mean, like it doesn't, it, and and it has good reviews. I looked up uh, the Rotten Tomatoes and it's like an eighty-eight. I was like, just because it has like the new Captain America, like. He's in that really confusing Black Mirror episode. <laughs> like, what happened? Oh, my God. It, it instantly made me think about um, Godfather. You know, look how they masquerade my boy. That's why I put it on the... I was, it instantly thought, made me thought about it. I was like, Jesus. I was, I was looking forward to it. I was like, okay, all right. They got the, the, got the black guy in there. I forgot the guy's name. Uh, I, I liked Anthony, the guy from the first season. I don't know Anthony why something. Huh? Anthony said, "Yeah, think, he, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of him. He's all right. I've never been a fan of him. I've only seen him in the Marvel movies and also that one Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah. And he's just kind of like okay as an actor to me. You know, he's just like kind of okay. You know, so like him being in it, I was like, all right, well, let's try it out. And it ended up just the writing is what killed it. Not necessarily him. I'm pretty. He did all right, but the writing." It's just so stupid that you're just wondering, like, what? They must have switched something. Something must have happened. But, yeah, like, that. that's all I'm going to say. That, that, maybe skip it. Don't even don't even bother watch it. Don't even bother watch season two of that. If if you like season one when I said watch season one, don't watch season two. Don't do it to yourself. Just 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 think about your own story of what happened to, to Homeboy when he, when he went to go search for his love. And, that, and that's it. Before we jump off Netflix, yeah. I also watched something on Netflix that... Bach. No, I no, actually, that is next. That's my next thing. So I started watching Ozarks, and I got like four episodes in that. It's pretty good. Probably continue that. Um, it's like, it's it's like it's weak-ass... It's weak-ass weak Breaking Bad, basically, as far well, as... No. Right now. Get, let it get... Let, let, oh, yeah, okay. let, let, let's simmer okay, a little bit. It's hard for yeah. me to take Jason Bateman seriously. He's like dude, the best dude, comedy you will. ever. Okay, yeah, okay. It, it, yeah. It's hard. I see, I just see Arrested Development Jason Bateman all the time. You're right. Because he right, still right. dresses the same, he acts the same with his family. Like, he he is... He is I, I feel him. like he's a bit different, though. I feel like he... I feel like... Well, I guess I finished the season, so it's, I, it's like I feel him, differently about it. It's like yeah. him after he realized season seven or whatever it was of Arrested Development was a bad idea. And then now he's like... <laughs> He's pissed about it, and he's got a new family. <laughs> but so I started watching that, 
Becky's next, because I, I want to catch up with Becky. It's not as good as King Ganassara, but I do like Becky. But I watched every episode, I don't know why, of Space Force. Is it good? Is it actually good? It seems so stupid Yeah, it looks, to me. A little, looks a little iffy. It's not good at all. It's like, but it's not bad either. It's just mediocre. Do you know how, like, Big Bang Theory is not good, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But it's right. not bad either. It's like it's not so yeah. mediocre that it's almost insulting how mediocre it is. But it's watchable because it's not bad. Like it's just fl- it's like flatline. That is exactly <laughs> what Space Force is. I think I think flatline. Basically, like and that. But that's the thing is that the, honestly, I I can think of only two jokes in Space Force. And almost the best CGI chimp I've ever seen. <laughs> two episodes of... Uh, no, two jokes in the whole of Space Force made me laugh. And that was it. But yet, I watched all ten episodes. Because it was just like a weird, comfy, mediocre blanket while I was doing other stuff. <laughs> Steve Carell is fine. But everybody else sucks. I mean, John Markovich is great. He's probably the best character in it. Like, they had... What's his name? Um, oh, I forget his name. Uh, but he plays a sci- he plays like the lead scientist in it. He's he's all right. And th- th- there's like one episode where they drive in a car and they talk about like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as well. I was like, what is this shit? What, what? are they talking? They're like dancing to K-pop and shit, and then they talk about anime, and I'm like, what is going on? It's 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 very like at times millennial. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But no way. I enjoyed huh. it because it basically it does poke a lot of fun at like the current president and also the ridiculousness of having a space force which yeah you do in real life now <laughs> um but it's not that great it's super mediocre i don't know why i watched all 10 episodes and also the ending of it you can definitely tell coronavirus hit when they were recording the last couple of scenes and it's just like and, they, and you're like what the fuck does it switch to telltale games animation <laughs> It, no, it, it's not. It's not that level. <laughs> it's a <of> blacklist. <laughs> it, it's not that. It's not that level of bad. But it's like there's a moment where he's one place, and then the next minute he just turns up somewhere else in a helicopter, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" And you, yeah, it's completely disconnected. But I don't know. Hmm. It, it's don't watch it. It's mediocre. <laughs> Waste of your time, to be honest. It, it it you know I I watch I started watching back Baki and I thought I for for the whole time I'm like probably like seven eight episodes and I'm, I'm I'm in there and I'm like it almost seems like there was a season before this oh yeah I mean it just starts <laughs> Baki just starts <laughs> like but, it's like but there yeah, is this kid. Baki the the grappler is the first one. Yeah, I mean, There's, this is like so a, I I completely skipped it. Have you met Biscuit Olivier or whatever his name is yet? Biscuit Olivia. No, he's this fucking like fifteen foot black guy who's massive and basically can crush anybody. There's two. That's what I'm saying. There's a second. <laughs> there's a second whole thing. Uh, yeah. So the I think it's the after he wins the the the, the the championship, whatever. Oh, and right, I'm yeah, like, so yeah, so you're like where the new season has started. Yeah, I, so I because started. it was called Baki. I thought that's what it was, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Wait, so and you started uh, at season one of 
the three seasons on Netflix, or you started at season three. No, I started no, no, because they're completely separate. Baki the Grappler, <sighs> which is the first season or the first the, the first thing, is different from Baki, which is like the second. It's that's the sequel. Oh, Japan Netflix <laughs> just classifies them as Baki. And I watched the sequel, and I'm like, what is he referencing? Why are they referencing something that does not happen? <laughs> I go back, and I'm like, I'm like, no, this is part one. It's fucking Backley. But you were talking about Backley the Grappler years ago when you were watching this. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, I was ca- watching that. But, but, and but I was, even even that one, Backley does just start. Like, it starts. out of, like he's It does, like, st- he's it does start. And he, ba- he barely fights, man. He hates fighting. It's a weird show. He's pissed at his dad, and so he fights because he's pissed at his dad. But he, but he doesn't show. fight in the in the new thing. He doesn't fight at all. He's almost like like a background character. But he's <laughs> the name of the show. It's such he's a weird also, show. He's also a dick. I don't like Baki at all as a character. I, 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 I'm probably not going to finish it. But the, the, the one thing that made me like... That maybe watch it for another five episodes was this dude <laughs> fucking blew this guy's brains out by blowing in his ear. Yeah, it is that sounds like nuts. <laughs> how how do you even how do you get in that situation? It, it was that was so was I was like, like oh vibrations? yeah, this is my type of show. Was it like vibrations it like or something? I bet he used like vibrations, like blue and he, he made like the anime explanation where it's like I made his inner inner drum canal vibrate so powerfully that it made his brain explode. <laughs> With the like, I don't even, I don't even explain it. It's internal. Po- what's the most poison? The, the craziest poison in the world? Me, and he's like blows, blows this guy's brains out. It's it's crazy. Like, like yeah. are they making out or, or at a confessional booth or no? No, he breaks table? out. Of, he breaks out of the prison that he could have. That he was just staying there for like a meal. So is that so this is like a, a fatality <laughs> move at the end of a Street Fighter. Is that Biscuit yeah. Olivier? Like, he's amazing. I, I don't know. These Such are all criminals character. that were, like, in, in jail. So, um, when it when it comes to long, exhaustive anime franchises that, that have unclear beginning or end parts, oh, I, um, oh. You're gonna really upset us now, aren't you? Yeah, you're gonna really upset. Yeah, yeah. Give us a couple years though, and I, I, I'm calling it now. Thermai Romai is gonna be the next big d- d- daily shonen anime mega franchise. Yeah, over the past two weeks, I, I watched a lot of things about three, three episodes in, and the Thermai Romai anime was one of them. I told you it was pretty good. I, it's so I, I'm wondering though if it's gonna work on me though, because I already read the anime. You read the manga. I read the manga, and I'm wondering if I should still see the movie or not, because the anime was an adaptation of the manga. But one thing that's, like, like really punching me in, in, in the forehead here is that this is a, a very different, like, category of anime. Like, this does not look like it was meant to be consumed in the same way as I typically... Would, would think of watching anime. This seems like something that is meant to be watched while you're making a big meal for your Japanese family because it's almost like watching a visual novel. The animation is so cheap, their poses never change. They're just flat faces with mouths that flap. And, and with subtitles at the bottom of the screen, it's almost exactly the same experience as going through a visual novel. And I... 
it, 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 it seems it's like... Of a, it's kind of a slice of life anime. It's very, like, uh, compartmentalized. Yeah, and I don't think you're really supposed to actively watch and pay attention to those. I remember going through that uh, camping series, Yuru Camp, and it made a lot more sense with a phone in the other hand. And and this seems like like a similar similar motif and i'm wondering if if there's like this cottage section of the japanese broadcasting industry that's just devoted to like like making fancy screensaver kind of series that that are that don't have much animation but interesting anecdotes to overhear while your mind is occupied with other things like an anime version of podcast gaming wait are you watching it subbed or dubbed though oh oh subbed all the way baby so you missed a lot then that's the thing about anime is like i can't multitask with anime it's barely why i watch much of it because i can't watch dubs so i watch subs and then i'll always pay attention and with something like thermai romai there's so much inside humor going on that i'm pretty sure like a lot of the jokes just get lost in translation along the way but um I also got three episodes into Cowboy Bebop. I'm starting to watch Cowboy Bebop. So that this is... is where I think you're going to insult us, or you're going to make oh. us sad. Oh, yeah. oh no. What are your thoughts so far, Cowboy Bebop? I I think it's a very fun show. Oh, thank Christ. Oh, God. I tried out the subs and the dubs, and I decided I liked the subs better. <laughs> is that the thing? Is that what... No, no. What's gonna no. make everyone no. matter? Is it? No. Is it? No, I thought, the very I thought you were just gonna show? turn up and be like, "Cowboy Bebop sucks" or something. That's what I thought. Was no, gonna yeah. no, that's uh, that's that's what I'm like about Midnight Gospel. No, Cowboy Bebop was fun. Cowboy Bebop was was like a wacky, campy trip through kitsch. Um, it's I so do want to say the the one I I I'm still gonna get there. Like, I haven't gotten hit by that point, though, where I'm just like, oh, it's so good. It's, it's one of the top one animes of all time. And and I feel like like it's because the first episode, first few episodes throw you into the water without a lot of time spent. The first episode, I think, is the weakest episode of the whole series. Maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what's going on. It, it, it's it's still, like, fun. Like, it's it's fun having a show where... Where a spaceship battle will flow into a cop chase scene in a crowded Asian market on the ground. And and it goes through these tropes in a very stylish, cool, aesthetically pleasing way. But I'm remembering how whenever this came on on Adult Swim when I was a kid on TV, it just seemed like it was always in the middle of, of the season. And there was some drama I was missing from earlier episodes. And I was, I guess reassured but also kind of annoyed to get that same feeling from these first few episodes like like i don't know what is cool about spike's character i think they might have said his name twice in in that first episode everything is cool about spike <laughs> well okay but what's like notable like he's cool as hell i'll give him that at every scene he's leaning against a window with you, like his there arms you, go. you literally just said it yeah he's like quintessential okay. anime cool but but what what is what is his like special ability? He doesn't, or, he's or a like, huge, like he's quirks. a cop. Well, he's not a cop. He's like a he's basically just like a a, a, a rogue space detective. He doesn't seem very good at it. Yeah, he but just kind of stumbles his yeah, way into the criminals, like killing themselves. He's he's based on like Lupin, right? He's kind of like space Lupin, and and that's what makes him cool. He's kind of a bumbling. Suave. He's like James Bond. If James Bond kind of accidentally stumbled his way through an assassination, because <laughs> that's exactly what Spike is. 
See you, Space yeah, Cowboy. It, it, I, I don't know if there was, like, enough humor to kind of convey that elegantly and quickly, especially, okay, like, the dub, it does sound wooden to me. And I, I do have a hard time trying know. to understand what is... I'll, I'll fight with you that subs are great, but the dub for Cowboy Bebop is one of the all-time classics. Like In, it, in the first episode I gave it, it was, it was oh, my cock! Your cock is bigger than mine. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that exchange. You gotta remember, it was recorded in, like, 1995, right? So, like, Steve Blum, in his early career, who, you know, we've heard his voice for many, many things, many, Raiden. Many times, yeah. He's Raiden, I think, I believe. Pretty sure he's Raiden. Ugh! Steve Blum! Is he Raiden? What does Steve Blum have to say in this anime? Well, he's Spike. <laughs> I don't remember what his voice sounds like. I'm trying to. I'm like trying I, to go. Through, you hear him in like video games all the time. Yeah, he's in well, a lot of video games. He's one of those voices who who, who who's everyone in video know. games that just bleeds in with the crowd. I don't How? know. He's mostly like an FL. anime. He has a very distinct, deep voice. Yeah. See, he is space cowboy. Yeah. Steve Blum? Because Raiden is like a high-pitched character. Yeah, he's a voice actor. <laughs> I imagine he can do multiple. So he was in Rugrat Studio Tour. I can't say I have any fresh memories of that. He's um, Vincent Valentine in Dirge <laughs> of Cerberus and Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Crash Nitro Kart. Re- oh, he was Crash Bandicoot. Let me move on to another example. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's prolific. He's a lot. He's on a lot of things. I wonder how his royalties are. Oh shit, he was the G-Man in Psychonauts. Okay, never mind, he's cool then. He's cool but anyway, yeah. he's Spike's Beagle. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, he's I still... Blown, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm, he's I'm Lieutenant fun. Colonel Robert Burns in Vanquish. I'm looking forward to going through some some future episodes. Okay, you know what I'll say it feels like? The appeal to to Cowboy Bebop so far feels to me like an entire episode length of that chase scene from Ghost in the Shell, the 90s movie where they go through the market and and there's all these incredibly detailed frames of, of stuff getting knocked over so in that, really complicated chase scenes with, so, that with sounds amazing. so much drawn on the frame. Yeah, I want to take a screenshot of a lot of scenes of Cowboy Bebop and stick it on on the desktop wallpaper. I'm not... I promise I'm not talking too much shit about it. What do you think about the music? The music's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, Tank is incredible. And also, have you heard Real Folk Blues yet? Maybe. Which one is that one? It's very distinct. I don't think you hear it until towards the end. And if you've watched Cowboy Bebop correctly, you will cry. Um... The music does so much to sell the like campy fun of it that I'm having. The real like it's anachronistic and it's like chaotic and it's uh it's also just just a thousand percent cool. It's just so freaking cool. So during this coronavirus thing, a lot of people have been getting together and doing stuff, right? Like you know, online collaborations, Mm. bands playing live concerts or whatever. There is an incredible uh, like uh, 20th anniversary. I think it's the 20th anniversary, but. Uh, Fun Animation did like uh, a real folk blues cover and they had like tons of like different artists from video games and also anime and uh, Yoko Kano was in it as well where they cover real folk blues but they have all sorts of different artists in it and it is sick. I highly check, I highly recommend you check it out. It's really, really good. And it has like, um, it has Mega Ran in it as well. So 
It's pretty damn cool. I will check it out highly. It is a very, very good cover. Um, do, shall we shall we talk about video games at all? Uh, I, I played oh a little bit God. of Fantasy Star Online 2. I did, and then I dropped it like hot shit. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, we got I, to see I, George's sweatpants. Yeah. I mean, Fantasy Star Online 2, it's, I mean, it's Fantasy Star Online 2. I played it years ago back Couldn't when it was, man. uh, when we had the English patch for the Japan one. And it's Fantasy Star Online 2 now. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I started playing, and I was like, it's pretty cool. And then as soon as I did, like, the first couple of missions and got to, like, the hub, and the FPS dropped, like, to 10 frames per second, and I couldn't, oh, the game the for the life of me wouldn't let trash. me. Wouldn't let me full screen it and like you can't full it was, screen. You can't. You can't. Oh right! Like there was <laughs> there was no button anywhere. <laughs> I don't no. know if you had to do. There's no. Emotion. You have to do it before you log in. Oh for fuck's sakes! So dumb. Anyway, it was a lot of like that kind of caveat issues and stuff <sighs> like that. And yeah, just nah, not a fan really, to be honest. Oh, yeah, wow. I. It's a game to play with friends, in my opinion. That's cool. I, I play with a full group, and it's fun for that. And I could definitely understand. Like, if you're playing by yourself, it's not as fun. Unless I you did like, like the, the combat. I was like, oh, like you can combo and do combat stuff. Combat is and amazing. Like, yeah, there's like you know, there's timing to it, and there's a lot of this stuff. I enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty cool. A lot of skill cancels and stuff. Like it's, yeah. you can really do some cool stuff in there. There's and that's definitely some stuff old that game into. that plays way better than a lot. Of I games. I just want to briefly read out loud a bit of dialogue from Fantasy Star Online Two. If you uh, <laughs> go go to the in-game survey to uh, and enter in your demographic information for the marketers, you are asked, "Please tell us where did you get information to play PSO2." And your responses include one from live Borad cast. Borad. Two yes. out of four lines of, of this dialogue box have hilarious typos. <laughs> yeah, they're they're absolutely terrible with communicate they why don't they hire someone? I don't know. They probably have hired know. somebody who's just not able to get through the Japanese bureaucracy to actually update the game correctly. That I'm to wait like three weeks. <laughs> like people who are outside of the US like can't purchase stuff. Like it's weird. People that in the UK awful. had to jump through like a bunch of hoops just to buy anything. Oh, I, I had to change my region to the United States to download it. And then I had, had to change it back. It's so dumb because it's like it checks your IP to download it but then when you play the game it doesn't bother checking it it's just like hey you got the game it's fine fucking j get on board the ship buddy <laughs> you it's, jump through one hoop Microsoft so. store always messing stuff up man it's always messing stuff up uh, I, I would not blame Microsoft so much for this one I don't know I feel like Sega might well yeah but I mean uh, uh, if it's from the store it's pretty bad um, mm. they, they like you should see the reviews on some of these games. They just don't work. They don't work sometimes. Mm. Uh, they just crash and stuff like that. It's, 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 a lot of people get it on Steam, but yes, is this Steam Fantasy Star? Uh, 
There, it's an old game. Yeah, it's an old game. Oh, I love old games. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's a really good old game, though. But yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. can I tell you how I fell in love? Boob game. No. Monkey game. No, fuck no. Get that monkeys out of here. <laughs> Take him back to the zoo. Get him in the car. <laughs> They're gone. Terraria's golf mode. <laughs> Those motherfuckers stole my idea. <laughs> they made one? Yeah, the final update for I mean, yeah. The less said about that, the better. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I think I said this on the last podcast, but, like, I'm, like, making, like, some form of golfing, like, roguelike thing, and then... Two days later, Terraria are like, final update. There's golf now. <laughs> wow. But the less said about that, the better. But did, did, did you try playing Death Stranding again and fell in love with it this time? No. Yeah, right. No one's playing that game again. <laughs> I would rather spend the third... No, because the fact is, there's no point in playing Death Stranding now because that future came true. And we can't all go outside and everybody's wearing, like, body gloves and, like, suits. <laughs> and everything's delivered. Full body condoms. Everybody lives underground and only communicates through Zoom, which is sort of similar to holograms. So, I don't know. Kojima Easy was pretty correct. Um, no. I spent... 30 hours Whoa. in the past week, which for me is like a, an all-time record, playing Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive You edition. are really positive on this. I this am really an idiot game. for not playing this game when I had it on Wii. I don't know. I bounced off it when... So, obviously, originally, only Japanese, then only came to Europe. Only was an EU release. And then there was the, uh, I think it was Operation Rainfall or whatever it was called in America to get it localized alongside The Last Story and was it Pandora's Tower? Yep. I think was the other game. Yep. And um, I got it on Wii because I was working in a video game store at the time. I got it for like £10, which is, you know, I don't know, $12 or whatever. And at the time, it was going for like $99. Like it was... It was pretty rare and hard to get hold of. But I played, like, first mission. I don't know. It's pretty ugly, pretty muddy on the Wii. I mean, technically impressive, but still pretty ugly. And I, I don't know. Combat didn't sit with me at the time. Anyway, bounced off it. But, you know, Shulk came to Smash. Xenoblade Chronicles X is a really good game. I really like that on the Wii U. The first ever test podcast we ever did, I talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which I didn't like. But I decided to pick up the Definitive Edition and give this another try. And it's so funny because one of the first tweets I got about this. So I was like, oh, I'm going to jump into this game now. And the first tweet was a Dan Sons listener who was like, Liam, for the love of Christ, I know you're only going to play 10 hours of this, but please stick with it. (laughs) So they called me out for my bullshit of not finishing games that often. Uh, But they didn't need to call me out. Because I've played 30 hours of it now, and I think it's one of the best RPGs ever made. What? Why? It is a combination... It's still, like... Don't get me wrong. Take all the take all the positives I just said and, and, and drop them like hot shit for a second. Because it's still a janky-ass RPG that is pretty right. ugly in places. The frame rate drops, and the side quest tracking system and also the side quest stuff is absolutely hot garbage but that doesn't matter because the main story and the environment and the combat system and the characters are great 
Like, I mean, so it, great. when you say great, you're talking about oh, it's Japanese great. No, like it's no. just like a generic story, like Dragon Quest. No, it's it's a really good story. Like it's it's almost like I don't want to say it's like storytelling masterpiece, but think of like I want to say it's on par with like something like Kingdom Top of Ground Land. Like it has a really good story about like it's I mean it starts with the idea that you know the unique environment of being on this giant like biological monster's back right so the setting of the game is that these two giant titans basically were fighting and then they ended up like delving the final blow on each other at the same time and ended up basically laying dormant but they're, they're like massive they're like planet sized right and now humans which are called homs in xenoblade chronicles live on this thing called the bionis which is the biological part like biological titan and then the other titan is called the maconis and on that are like these robotic mechs that want to basically wipe out humanity and they want to wipe out everything that's on the bionis for reasons you don't know and then you find out that there's all sorts of different creatures on the Bionis and like everybody's living in tandem on this giant creature. But it's so cool because you're moving like you you have, you end up in these giant open environments which are gorgeous and so well constructed. But they represent the different parts of the Bionis. So you'd be like on its leg and like on its kneecap and you're like you can sort of rotate over the horizon. You can sort of see and what is amazing about all of this is that there are certain points when you can look across the water and see the other giant titan and like it's there and as you move through the world you then end up seeing different parts of it from different perspectives and it really gives you a sense of that you are adventuring through this world and then it starts with that and then the whole sort of like background stuff builds up and it does that perfect thing where it delves out little bits of interesting information not bullshit like, none of it is like, lol, here's like a side story with funny characters. There's none of that garbage. It's all like pretty serious the whole time. And like, the characters are well written. Um, I, I, I try to play in English, but all of the characters have British voices. And as a British person, that drove me insane because we hate each other. So I switched it to Japanese, which made one character... So anybody who's playing it, there's a character called Ryan, who is basically Shulk's best friend, Shulk being the main character. Ryan is so annoying in, in, in the English voice, right? But the text is the same. Because he's like, Oh, Shulk, what are we going to do today? Yeah, let's go oh, have some fun, Shulk. <laughs> but then in Japanese, he's fucking like Big Brother Anarchy. He's like, Oh, Shulk, what is this? And he's like, He's super cool. And you're like... Just by one voice change, that character immediately became cooler. There's another character called Dumban, who in English is pretty cool. He's kind of like cool, smoking uncle, bit Spike Spiegel-like. And then in Japanese, he's fucking Captain Falcon and Vegeta. So you're like, fuck yeah, I'm running around with Vegeta, killing monsters. It's fucking great. And it's super serious and like sort of gives that information. And then the like... A lot of the story is about Shulk's sword, which is the Monado, the famous sword, which allows him to see into the future. And not only does it, like, use that as a plot point, like a really good plot point, because changing the future and time travel and stuff is cool, 
it incorporates that into the combat. And, like, Shulk is this multi, like, talented dude who can do normal attacks and he has these things called arts where he can do all sorts of stuff. But then he has, like, a flip side of that, which is the Monado side, where he can only damage these robots. Like, he's the only guy who can do it. And this is the only sword that can do it. And he builds up his skills and learns stuff about it. But there are times when, like, an enemy uh, an enemy is going to kill one of your party members and the game will, be, the game will like, slow down and then it will give you a vision of what's about to happen. Like, the, the, the killing blow from an enemy. And the game will, like, then rewind the time and it will allow you to, like, run up to that enemy and, like, protect them or tell them to do a skill or stuff. So you can, like, use the sort of vision thing in the gameplay to, like change the outcome of, like, battles and stuff like that. It's really smart. Like, everything is... Everything's focused, right? Like, a lot of JRPGs have a main story and then they just fill the holes with nonsense, right? Like, oh, let's go do the side quest where we need to dress the prince so he can look like a really handsome dude so he can get the princess and then we'll walk to the next town and we'll do something else where there's a clown who wants to join the circus and, like, it has no bearing on, like the actual story but like every almost everything in xenoblade is like focused on what the core about the game is what's the monado what is the Maconis? why is the bionis maybe still alive how are we able to live on this giant titan and like everything is super like like linear structure into the story so you don't get like bored you're like you go around and the combat's so good so when you're like fighting monsters and kind of grinding a bit you're like I'm having fun and then you get to a story point and you get rewarded with your intrigue this it's it's really good so it's coming, it's really good I don't know how to describe it because it's <laughs> just really good Co- coming off of uh, that listener question we had a couple weeks ago would you say that this is one of the exceptional cases of a really really long video game story that still manages to stay good throughout so that's the thing is like I've played I've played 30 hours now and for me that's like tooth pullingly long but it is mm. breezed by because each area is huge, right? And it's so easy to traverse and there's so much, the combat is really fun. So the story bits I get make me want to keep going, but they're interspersed at almost like a perfect pace that as soon as I'm starting to get bored of maybe exploring and I want to find out what the next story bit is, I can just like walk over there and do it. And then it tells me information like, oh, who's this? What's this? Oh, where are we? We must be on the Bionis' arm. Like, why are we here? How are people able to go this far? It's always asking questions and, like, giving you little bits of information to think about stuff. I don't know. I'm really impressed. And I honestly have, like, not... I not, I don't want to say enjoy a game, because I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII a lot. But I definitely... Like, I finished that game in, what, 33 hours? And it definitely felt long. Whereas, every time I turn Xenoblade on, I'll sit there for, like, three hours, and it'll fly by... Like, I, I might spend an hour and have no progress other than just killing monsters, and I don't know. I just don't even think about it. It's it's one of the out? most... Say again? Is there a demo out? There's not a demo out, is there? No, there's not a demo. A demo. No, no, no. You have to commit to that shit. It's definitely, like, watch reviews. It It's still a JRPG, but it there is a reason. Yeah. I'm seeing the uh-huh. reason why now that this game is held as one of the best rated JRPGs of all time. And I've only seen the beginning and people keep telling me like, oh, you've only just scratched the surface because it just gets like, it layers and layers further, like 
in insanity and cool and stuff like really? that. So I probably yeah. will finish this, and I know it's going to be ninety hours. I'm kind of actually like, great, give me more hours. Yeah, supposedly, like it's ninety hours ish. My biggest, my biggest tip to anybody who wants to play this is. Talk to everybody who has a question mark above their head so you can stack all of the side quests, but don't bother tracking any of them and just accidentally do them. That's 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 what I've heard. What I've heard it has shitty side quests, and maybe it's just the way we play the I play the game that makes them shitty. Maybe I got to do that. Maybe just no, stack them up it. and don't even think about it. It tries. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, sorry. You have No, it? no, I, 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 I don't. Okay, oh. great. So, do it because it it does hold you back, and if you did get bogged down into that, you would spend way too much time not seeing the good parts of the game. And also, a lot of it is like Majora's Mask-style time-based, where people only appear at certain times of the day and certain times of the night, and if you're trying to keep track of that shit and, like, time back and forth, it's fucking, it's not, it's not good, it's boring. So just keep killing monsters, accidentally do quests, <laughs> and and the thing is you don't have to return to... A lot of the quests you don't have to return to NPCs to give them in. It just, like, once you've finished, it says quest complete, you get the experience, you get the gear. Direct deposit. Like, it gives you a lot of gear, it gives you a lot of stuff. I mean, you spend a lot of time in the menus, like, changing stuff. There's don't like gotta go to the ATM. Yeah. There's basically a materia system where you put gems into your weapons and your armor and stuff that's pretty good. I, I don't know. I, there's something about it that is really quite special. It is quite a special RPG. I will say it doesn't have as good a world as Xenoblade X, but that was like a masterpiece in its own. But this game is very good. I, I very... I, if you missed it or you think you would like it, and now it's on Switch. It looks way better like, than the original. And at times, it does look it truly quite way better than 2. Yeah. I, the, the I'm really digging the look of the, the character models. Like, they're, the characters they're are great. super sharp. The, the characters are great. There's a lot of love that goes into them. And they're really, really endearing. Especially in Japanese. And it's funny, because like one character, Melia, I think looks dumb. But then, when I met her... I thought she was going to be a certain type of, like, Japanese stereotype, but she was the complete opposite. And then she turns out that she's got, like, some of the most powerful magic in the game, and you're like, God damn! God damn! So now that I'm actually looking at some side-by-side -side comparison comparison screenshots, yeah, it's, it's almost a totally different style. Like, they have different anatomy, day. different eyes, different it's faces. It's more anime. It's definitely more yeah. anime. But it's it's... It's a lot better. It's closer to two, though. but it still looks better than two. <laughs> it looks way better than two. Two, two is two is not a good game compared to this. I think X X is better in its world just because its world is built to fly around in a giant robot. But the story of X and also Which the characters are I never are got terrible. to. <laughs> yeah, because it's forty hours in. But that's the thing is about Xenoblade Chronicles gives you the Monado pretty quickly, gets you up in there. Gets you exploring, killing monsters. I mean, when you work on, uh, when you walk out onto Gawa Plains for the first time, and there's like a level seventy-eight gorilla that walks past you, and you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> we're in for a ride. <laughs> this is gonna be great." It's good, man. I, I recommend it. I have I have truly fallen in love so far. Yeah. 
I, I just hate to say anything, you know, because it's going to be the same thing as always. Like, oh, that looks cool. That sounds cool. I want to play it. I just might end it up playing something else old instead. Time. But that's the thing is like, there's nothing out right now. It's like there's nothing good out. If you are waiting for The Last of Us, no. maybe. But that's not a real problem, though. But it's that, it's that feeling, right, where you feel like you've played not everything, everything. but you've at least played a, a taste of everything, right? There's no game out right now that would be very different to what you're expecting. And I haven't played a J. I mean, Final Fantasy VII not included. I haven't played, like, a proper hardcore JRPG in a long time. And I was like, I wonder if this one will be good. And I picked it up, and it was completely different to what I was expecting. And it's way better than I thought. I'm having a real good time with it. It's a good yeah. game. GG. Yeah. GG, Monolith. G fucking G. It's, I'm always scared when, when diving into a game that's that long. Because you'll finish it in two days. <laughs> it might disappoint me at some point. At some point, I'm just like, no, I spent too long. I must finish it now. And if something so the, happens, it's just like, okay, well, they stopped developing around this time. Yeah, the only thing that frustrated me, or is my small gripe, is that you auto-attack with your main attack, like you would in an MMO, right? But after having played a lot of combat action RPGs recently, it feels weird not to do my, like, you know, your main attack with a button. Yeah. But the art system and the way you combo them, and especially when you're factoring other members of your party who are AI controlled, it's it's really cool. And like some of the stuff you can do, there's like chain attacks, and it's all quite confusing in the beginning. But then very quickly, you learn, and you're like, ah, okay, so this is the game. This is mm. this is the game. We're here, boys. <laughs> We're in fucking Shulk's adventure. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I would like to play something again because I haven't played much at all. Um, I, I heard uh, Gunfire Reborn looks uh, is, is looking pretty tasty. Gunfire Reborn. Gunfire Reborn is supposed to be like a Borderlands, Risk of Rain twist. <gasps> oh, this is the Overwatch clone. <laughs> the, the, the name like I that. don't think it's Overwatch clone. It's it's like a co-op game. What? Have you not seen the the play of the game? They totally ripped from. There's, like, there's, there's no there's no PvP. Is it there's not? There's no PvP. No, it's it's co-op. It's a Borderlands thing with loot and stuff. I'm pretty sure I saw a video where when they took down the monster, it said like play of the game. That was, I think that was a joke. Oh really? Okay, maybe <laughs> that, that was, was a joke. joke. I watched Fucking... that video. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm just. I'm just gonna laugh and not say anything. <laughs> I got so, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is straight up co-op. It's overwhelmingly positive. Like people love it. Just go ten out. And it's only twelve dollars. I've been. I, it's been. I might. I might try it out. I. 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 I don't like. This is like a. This is like a personal gripe. But I. I don't. I never like when they make the characters all cutesy like this. I was just going to say, one of the positives of this is that I'm not playing some shitty Borderlands gross-ass cringy YouTuber <laughs> character and instead I'm playing a cat with a hat. I don't want to play a cat. I don't want to play a cat. Like, it, it reminds me cat. of this... There's this other game that looks exactly like this. It was like you this You don't like his game. little paws reloading the gun? Oh, man. 
you, d- you don't you don't want to immerse yourself into the, the cat like experience. No man, no of, I don't of, of play cat man. Feeling this Art urge to fine, knock things off tables and. Would you rather yeah. shoot the cat instead? Oh no. my god, Matt! No, I just don't want to be a bunch of short cats cat hater going through the. I'm not a cat hater. I mean, okay, has a okay. Cat. Well, this game, which has overwhelmingly positive reviews, which, uh, which, which is just you know, t- topping up all the headlines, is getting shat on by you because you play as cats, apparently. No, I'm probably gonna spend twelve dollars on this game to see if it's any good. You know, <laughs> I, I've been I've been looking at it. I mean, it's cheaper than the Deep Rock. Galactic, right? Oh, is that the dwarf? The dwarf. Yeah, that see, actually, the, that it, looks it's one fun. of these two. I'm gonna buy. Yeah, yeah, it's a that dwarf one. Hmm. Are you gonna play well. with people? Yeah, yeah. It's matchmaking so, yeah. though, so, so I don't I th- have to be by I, myself. Uh, okay. <laughs> so that's the thing I is, get I some think corona. the dwarf one. The dwarf huh? one is like it lives and dies on multiplayer. Is what yes. Um, a lot of people say like, oh, you can just have like a AI companion and. And go through, but no, I I rather have people. I mean, for me, that's like the whole point. Like, I think it's either the game has a really good story and combat, and just kind of wraps me in, or I'm playing with people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need I need to get that social in, man. It's, it's being home all the time. Yo, man, I'm a, I need to I need to talk to people. I you need to get yourself out into the world. Of the Bionics. Get yourself out there in a giant 100 hour RPG with me, man. No. That you'll know you're finished. What's going to happen is I'm going to get it, and you're going to quit and say you were too busy at work. And I'm like. I can't help you if that happens, though, can I? No, you can't do it. No, no, no. You can't just switch back like that. No, 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 no. Oh, come with me on this big journey. 100 hours. We could talk about it on the podcast. And then, oh, you can't blame me if I have to work. <laughs> I got to pay the bills. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how it works, man. I can't be able to test all day, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to test fate. Not with that answer. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I, I am, I, I'm honestly, honestly, I think I said this the other day on Twitter. I am honestly compelled to finish this game. Now, the reality <laughs> you is said that whether that will happen, I don't know. Because mm. between 30 hours and 90 hours is still 60 hours, right? That is three times the amount of time I've spent on it already. And that is a lot of time I've already spent on it. $60. Well, there you go. An hour, it's... a dollar an hour. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why? What is? What is? What is happening with these re-releases being sixty dollars? It's a Nintendo I mean, I game. Guess, it's always huh? going to be sixty. It's a Nintendo game. It's going to be sixty dollars. I mean, at least they they actually like did something with it and not like just I tossed mean, to out a fair, port. If you're talking, if you're talking about a game that is going to give you sixty dollars worth of content, then a it's massive JRPG, yeah, yeah, Xenoblade is right up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I am I'm okay. I'm doing it, guys. I'm making the pledge. I will finish. Don't, don't do it. I will don't finish Xenoblade Chronicles. It's what now it my eventually. mission. Just add eventually does. to it. Which does mean for the next three podcasts or so, I will have nothing to say because I will have only played one singular game. But okay, I am, I... I'm crossing my heart. At, uh, yeah, that's where my heart is. Crossing my heart visually. Everybody, everybody who is in this room with Matt me, Matt visually. and George, can see. Yeah. 
Yeah. I will finish it. In recent years, one thing that has really dampened my enthusiasm for finishing a lot of games is that as cool as I can tell they are in the beginning, I just, you know, after having yeah. played like 30 games yeah. in your goddamn life, you mm. know that the last two or three levels are going to be so much worse than the rest of whatever yeah. other quality of, of standard was being held for the rest of it. But as long as I finish it. <laughs> and and like like those those three bad okay. levels at the end of if a good I video game. Let's make it, this. Spicy. It destroys your perception of it. If this, we'll make it spicy. If I don't finish it b b before, let's say September, the summer, Jesus. I will buy you a copy map. If you're not finishing it by September, that means it's not good enough for me to play. Don't waste your money. Because <laughs> no, if I finish if it doesn't RPG wrap you up, someone months. who's already in love with it to finish <laughs> it. Then there's no reason for me to play it because I'm already just like, I've I, I well, did Persona for like thirty hours before my my hard drive ate it. I, yeah, but to I, be fair, you were I did I did up. Final Fantasy seven nine. <laughs> I finished seven. I finished seven. No, no, I'm saying I did all this like in in like a span of months. Nine seven. I, I did a I did like. 20 hours of the demo of like Dragon Quest. I'm pretty sure I played some other JRPGs. Like I I've I've spent my like deal on it. So like it has to be solid. It has to be solid. <laughs> it's very well established that the last podcast podcast you basically played so many games you burnt yourself out that you didn't want to play any games ever again. Yeah, I so. don't I still don't. <laughs> I play Final Fantasy 2. I mean uh, Fantasy Star on uh, online 2 just to play with my friends. And that's it. Like that's where it stops. That's where it stops, and I have played nothing else but that. I think I think we just need we as a people, as a society, as a planet. I think we just need to stop worrying about actually finishing the game, and accept that the final boss and the last I level do, are going to be worse. I, I do <laughs> want to finish this game, though. I do. I really do, and I will. You guys have to hold me accountable to this. I will finish. This is my platform of which I run for president. I will finish <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on Nintendo Switch. Alright. I will we'll finish Xenoblade Chronicles for the Nintendo Switch. I, I know what, what this episode's name is then in that case. <laughs> this is the platform for which I run for yeah, I, I, in the meantime, I'll, I'll figure out uh, a game to play for the next next podcast. That's not Fantasy Star Online too. It's one game. We'll pick one game. I, uh, roll the dice on something. My money on one game. Get, guess what is cheaper than um, um, Cat Gunslinger's Odyssey Land? What uh, Tell us. are you going to talk about away. Minecraft Dungeons right now? I'm I'm going to talk about Thief from 1998. But you are close. I decided that it had to be one or the other this week, and I, I picked we Thief over Minecraft. Minecraft. You've got it. I wish we were talking about Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> yeah, we might be talking about Minecraft Dungeons next week. This week, I'm just going to give like a 10 minute shout out to Thief, a very very good game with some very very bad levels and some very very good levels. Okay. I want to start by saying that the very first thing I did was install a shitload of uh, fan-made patches and mods, and I 
have realized that I do have a de developed nostalgia taste for shitty high resolution texture packs stamped onto these old low poly games. It's funny because I'm looking at these screenshots you posted in Discord <laughs> and I don't notice any different from what Thief looks like. <laughs> that I, I okay yeah 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 no I can actually use this as a selling point that's because this is this texture pack is intended to make the game look as how you remember it rather than how it it really really did what look <laughs> yeah so I just posted another one Nonsense. of an incredibly warped looking guard whose neck is like stretching at a 90 degree angle away from the rest of his <laughs> shoulders who's looking at the player with a, a complete flat smear of a face spread across a, a, a collection of triangles pretending to be a human being. But my god, will you look at the brickwork and the woodwork around him? Does it not just look so crisp and clear and clean? You can just tell at a glance where every <laughs> single edge of this game, every little bit of collision detection that can even be read into the screen <laughs> is just clear as day. And and there's there's so much fan backlash about two things that really fuck up old games that I love. And that is stamping a high-resolution texture pack onto it that looks awful in, in most cases. And the um, emulator filters Matt and I were talking about, where, where you can, like, mm. s stick the two-time sigh button. And it works for some games better than others, but I, I just think that the cleanliness of the image that you get and stuff like this is something that's really missing from a lot of modern-day graphic design, where items get lost in the clutter, where the UI will be, like, putting these these white outlines around stuff so that they don't get hidden in the tall grass. And in Thief! <laughs> the way the visual design of Thief has aged, and the, um texture pack that this fan these fans have made is absolutely just hilarious to look at and still like clean and satisfying to look at in a way that 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 is just so much more efficient and easier on the eyes than <laughs> the fucking ue5 playstation 5 tech demo stuff like do you see how how the 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 vines and and the foliage and the grass and, and even some of the stonework is very uh organic and 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 random and um unelegantly creased but then you'll see a door frame that's just like stamping a cookie cutter into into a beautiful old brick wall that it looks hilarious and like exactly where you need to go and how you need to get there at an immediate one-frame glance of the game. Uh... <laughs> Thief. Such a such a George thing. Thief is um where environmental storytelling begins, where, where Ken Levine uh, <laughs> starts the Bioshock franchise by throwing some trash in a dark level, playing some spooky music, and giving a, a like tapestry with, with someone's initials on it on, on the side of, of, of the wall. It's, it's a game that looks a hell of a... Bleh, sounds a hell of a lot better than it looks. And that's really weird. Maybe it was the fan pack or something? But this thing has, like, echoes bouncing off the walls for binaural EAX enhanced positional audio that they were somehow crapping out in, in 1998. Like, you can play this alongside Half-Life, and they're both major milestones in, in the development of FPS storytelling, but everything you hear in Thief, and there is so much to hear in so many rooms that you go through, it sounds real, 
and and even in Half Life, a lot of the um, scientist sound effects and gunshot noises will still be going through some kind of compression filter. And Thief has like amazing sound design coming, coming, coming right at your ears right out of the gate in 1998. And oh my god, I have to pee again. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. Wow. Well, what's going on, George? What's what's, what's, what's going on? It's, it's, George is leaving. George is, no, George is I, actually I, I, leaving. Well, wait, should I stay or should I go? Am I supposed to answer that or not? Go, 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 George. We'll be back for the news. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. In the middle of conversation. That means we don't have to listen to him talk about Thief anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is true. I like how no one talks about Animal Crossing anymore. What? Animal Crossing has completely died. No, it's completely it died. I'm glad you didn't us. buy that. You mean us or oh, the internet? The internet is still talking about that shit every day. Are they still I talking still about it? I still play it. I just don't talk about it. It's still it, every day. I wasted a lot on, on my, my stocks investment this week. It was very exciting. I mean, it feels like the whole world has other issues going on right now. But <laughs> Some are real stocks? It's funny because people will be able to time how long it takes George to pee now because we, ne- we, didn't, we didn't stop the recording. It was a record time. I was just thinking about that. Do we even have to take a break? Come to think of it, did you guys say anything naughty? Did we have any in bombs in the in the break? <laughs> oh my god, no. Do, do you edit out my in bombs? So, uh, the editor does. He does. <laughs> Wait. Oh, he does. I think he has asked me and cleverly edited it in a way that sounded like Liam got cut off in the middle of almost doing it. That is Wait. bullshit. That, that, that's Wait, what? Holding, that's not gonna be held against me in any way, is it? Okay, no, I, no, no, no. I, I, I swear I can explain, and it's not as bad as it sounds if you guys listen to it. There was one edit where um, I, I put down on the timestamp like, okay, cut this out, and it's because we were talking logistics, whether or not to continue. That says racist word. It was whether or not we were gonna do one more listener question or wrap up the show it was just like a two second long question to edit out and the editor apparently like like gave liam a bleeping noise and in the middle of one sentence that hilariously cut to the next one and someone on discord mentioned he might have been caught in in an inward slip i promise if you if you listen to it it won't sound like that it's just it's motherfucker we had we had a long intense conversation about two podcasts ago about how i absolutely wouldn't even say that that during karaoke my god just just a bit of layers of inside jokery coming on that, that I will explain and actually snip out with some timestamps here. But, but we but, don't need to edit in a big ass break, apparently, by the sound you of don't snip, You don't but, snip out this. The audience <laughs> needs to hear my, my not guilty. No, don't cut this out. Are you kidding no, me? Don't cut this is any low. of this out. And also, proves... it's logistics. It's inside baseball. No, it's not. It is not logistics. This stays in the podcast. Don't cut any of this out. This is ridiculous. If I he edits out my end bombs, my end bombs. No, I do, he just asked. Oh my! This is what what I do hate about podcasts is that if you like think up of an answer real quick on something and don't you know go through all the exceptions of your statement ahead of time and write them out, like like you're probably going to say a bunch of stupid shit on a podcast more than in a in a yes. written medium or a scripted Absolutely. medium. Yeah. Get the white guy in trouble. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> 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 I, 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 let me let me back for you, Liam. There's there's no way, Liam. 
would say the N word. And I would, well, I at would, least yeah. at least not on this podcast. I, I, would, I don't know what he does I, at even home. Even if I did, but. I, I would take a whole <laughs> shower and I'd have to think about it for like four hours about what I've done. Because <laughs> I'd be like, that is the most awkward, cringeworthy thing I've ever said. I wouldn't be on this podcast if if these boys were were slaying. We can only have the one racist white guy, and it isn't me. Yeah. Speaking. <laughs> Speaking of of cringy, awkward gamers getting in trouble for being racist. Oh my god! Right into the boy, news. boy, oh boy, do we have an episode for you this week? I would like to just just because I unintentionally <laughs> might have said the N word thanks to some fake news. <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know that the only thing George wanted to talk about related to Black Lives Matter was this stupid fucking Sonic story. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to start start the podcast with this. And the the traders list and David Cage's sales pitch, but we're going to begin with the Sonic fan site. Oh, Jesus Christ. The, the the first installment here in the Dads and Sons Black Lives Are Now Mattering response to crash trash tier timeline of social collapse begins on the afternoon of May 29th, 2020, when the proprietor of The Super Sonic Zone, a prominent Sonic fan site that has been running since 1999 and hosts a lot of valuable archival content, including old interviews, merchandising reviews, and media coverage, tweeted, <clears throat> Kids, for those who think we have no business as a Sonic site covering what is happening in the U.S., Sonic is wrongly detained by law enforcement in the first minute of Sonic Adventure 2 and escaped. The plot plus gameplay of Sonic Forces centers around resistance rising against Eggman's oppression. <laughs> That's no good. Oh my god. Oh my god, gamers, what went wrong? What happened? Social media. I don't know. Social, everything went Is bad. Is it social once media? Once gamers found social media, and once old people found social media. And of course, like, the gamers found it first, I mean. I feel like it's the internet. This is a Sonic website. Yes. Uh, they they got a lot of, of criticism against their tweet. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of it was very difficult for them to handle. And in response, they took the website down and their Twitter down and released a statement saying that... Uh, too much that is happening makes Sonic, Sega, or video game news, frankly, unimportant. Our community and our world demands better, but now so does to unsustainable extremes. Which is why you're hearing about this one on the Dad and Sons podcast. Another voice in the community is lost. Another avenue for accountability is cut off. Another perspective on the world around us is gone. With any luck, better voices and perspectives will replace it. Our team, now largely comprised of working adults, has bigger fish to fry, which somehow I suspect has more to do with them taking the fan site down than than making a bad tweet. I mean, I don't know whether they used it as cover to get rid of the website out of their lives because somebody was like, I'm 47 years old and I run a, f- <laughs> I run a fucking <laughs> Sonic website. Well, was there even, even in that point, like it's, it's generally customary to hand these things off to the younger generation, right? Nah, it's crash and burn in some weird psychoanalyst version of Black America where Sonic gets arrested. And and also this tunes into just how much appeal Sonic <laughs> has traditionally had with the more more anti-authoritarian kids among us. Like like Sonic <laughs> 
Who would have thought that 2020 would have gone so completely bonkers and in, in into the territory of internet weirdness that Sonic's Tude, which was very deliberately manufactured for kids in the early 90s, would gradually become a linchpin on which someone voices their support for a very risky and very consequential protest movement that could result in them either dying or permanently changing the country for the better for everyone forever. I like the idea of a, of a world where there are, there are two pathways as a Sonic fan in life. You either become a furry or a police officer. Oh my god. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that the future we're in store That's for? That's the only two, two paths for Sonic fans. <laughs> is that what the cyberpunk dystopia is actually going to look like? Yeah. All of society just splinters off into like weird furry sex people and the other sis- Yeah, so if you like the nostalgia of the like Genesis <laughs> era and CD is uh, CD era and you became a cop, if you like all the 3D games, that's when you became a furry when you saw like Amy and what's her name? Rouge the Bat or whatever. Oh, hell <laughs> and that's yeah. when you, you followed that path in life. Oh, everyone's been wanting to to, 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 to rub those thighs for the rest of their life ever since that You can tell which path George left. Yeah. <sighs> Matt, how do you feel about your brother Sonic being... I love this. Brutally I fucking love this. ...injustified by the police? Dude, Sonic hates the cops. The silence, the silence is fucking telling. He's, he's just shaking his head. I, it's, I, I don't know, man. You, you can just, I, I don't know, this is going to sound bad, but you can just tell a white person made that fucking joke. <laughs> just, just, just on a fucking wear thing, fucking thing. There, there's, so, there's so much to unpack. Just like, <laughs> the fact that Sonic is his basis. Yeah, for just... for police oppression. Damn. Jesus Christ, man. You just uh, gotta yeah, sigh and just be like, okay. <laughs> well, okay, I, big dog. Can can we think of any examples across the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, including the movie, where the cops are depicted as like competent and also the good guys? Like, like the movie follows a bumbling cop who who is is working with a bunch of bumbling incompetent cops. They're not evil, but in Sonic Adventure Two, the military industrial establishment that Sonic's um, destabilizing really <laughs> the military industrial complex is the the archetype bad guy they use in a lot of these games throughout the um the series. And a lot of times, you're like bopping onto a police car robot Amazing. that will kill you if you don't. This is what you wanted to go deep into about this Oh, matter. I live for this shit. Oh my god. <laughs> this is... This I'm is so the most sorry, fun Matt. I've had on the podcast Matt, ever I since apologize. we exposed... On behalf of my... The most of- fun you've had on the podcast is making fun of, of of serious matters that's going on in the world. That That's this the is most fun you had on this podcast. The most fun I've had since... Yes, yeah, look at Liam. Look at Liam. Liam since, understands what, what's what's happening right now. George is, like, totally oblivious. <laughs> totally this is oblivious. The, the most fun I've had since... <laughs> since... 
we blew open the lid on how Nintendo manufactured coronavirus to sell switches to help prop Tom Nook up as the shadow dictator. <laughs> if you would like to learn more about what it's like being an oppressed minority beaten by the cops, then maybe you could buy a copy of David Cage's Detroit Become Human. <laughs> Stop number two on the dad and son's Black Lives Are Now Mattering response to crash trash to your timeline of social collapse also happened on the afternoon slash evening, depending on your time zone, of May 29th, 2020, when Guillaume Dufonderme, the CEO of, of Quantic Dream, luckily it's not David Cage in this case, said, Racism, in any shape or form, is shameful, stupid, and must be fought against... Okay, let me back that up a bit. <clears throat> Racism, in any shape or form, is shameful, stupid, and must be fought against everywhere and always. All lives matter and are equal, regardless of skin color, religious belief, sex, sexual orientation, or else. Detroit Game is precisely about that. Uh, and this uh, tweet damn. was rewritten three times over the following hour, with each successive version containing less words that less all lives matter and less Detroit game with, with each successive retweet because it, everyone knows all lives already matter and that's not the point and, and trying to sell a video game about the androids who have to ride on the back of the bus is probably just as about as, as tongue in cheek disingenuous a hijacking of that whole imagery as is this tweet itself as is slowly becoming this podcast you 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 really you really find out people's views during these during these ridiculous times you you really do you really do man and you're just like oh okay oh that's the way you think, <laughs> that's huh? what that guy was like this whole time <laughs> it's like oh okay well now i know <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you speaking out about all lives matter. And all I just, I can't wait For to like fucking walk fictional robots, fictional Sonic, fictional robots. Huh? Fuck, what is wrong with some people? I'm Jesus surprised Christ. you didn't mention Shadow. You know, I'm surprised. Oh yeah, Sha- you mean no, Shadow? Sha- the no, that's the thing. Yeah. Is Shadow was black and he had a gun. And the first mission is like shit tons of police officers. It's it's oh, a full. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Holy shit, that is the first thing you do in that game. Yeah, it's it, it's. You didn't even make a particularly good joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to make a joke, Miles is like. Dude, this is the thing, right? Like honest, honest question. Referring back to that Sonic thing, right? Regardless of uh, David Cage's shill boyfriend or whatever, trying to sell his fucking game about whatever. The Sonic thing. Whoever tweeted that. Do you honestly think it was in some weird... Weird justification in their head that they honestly thought... That... Don't worry, Sonic also suffers from these. You're not alone (laughs) kind of feeling. Yes! Well, okay, like, you definitely guys have seen that those fan arts of, like, Sonic shedding a tear for, for various causes throughout the years. Like, I, the I, fans I, I have just totally turned Sonic into into a, a, a fully suited up Antifa super soldier. It's great. I just don't. <laughs> no. 
you get to that. How you watch the videos of what's been happening, and you're like, fuck yeah, Sonic suffered from the same shit. How do you get to that? You you reminded me of the videos, now I can't laugh anymore. God damn it. This is why we shouldn't be laughing in the first place, but here we are. Yeah. No, no shit. <laughs> so George might... is a special type of uh, special type of of, of human. One could what? say that that no matter whether or not you're laughing or not, it could be read, depending on the perspective of the other person, as you being a traitor to America. I'm really upset we're not on this list. I'm so I, I'm so but, upset. But this is the catch twenty two. <laughs> no, no, we are, but I, I, we, we fly under the radar because I deliberately don't tweet about this shit on, on my timeline all the time because I deliberately try to avoid being included in list articles, which I deliberately might should try stop doing now because this is very different from, from the basis of comparison I have, which was we the absolutely Breitbart. shouldn't be staying silent on this and put it out there, but yeah, yes, but I'm annoyed we're not on this list because we should be on this fucking list. I, I want to be on this but, list. For sure, but no doubt. If we if I'm, we I'm want to start YouTube just to be on this list, if we if if we wanted to be on on the Traders to America from OneAngryGamer.com list, we'd probably have to talk about it on social media, which means directing more audience to that guy, right? Like here on the podcast, this shit is buried deep—an hour and forty minutes. And, and so no, so what you can do is you can go to www.onepetulantgamer.com, which Rami Smiley from Vlambeer set up, which basically is the same list, but just says supporter of America instead of trader. So, you know, you can still see the list without going to that guy's website. Yeah, that's the catch 22, right? Like I was offended that I wasn't on there, but I also didn't want to say anything about that on Twitter just in case. I, 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 is it fair to say, George, that... If you were to be on that list, a lot of your audience would be upset. Not anymore. In 2014, when I did show up on a list like that, written by by Milo Yiannopoulos at Breitbart of the Game Journal Pros, do you remember that? No. I got yeah. I got 80 death threats in a day from that. But the the like pu- public popular support behind these protests and the re- also the reaction to this list has shown that times have really changed since then. And like only death threats we're like, gonna get now from Sonic fans. Actively trying to to avoid triggering the alt right on Twitter is something that I'm really not as afraid of as I think I was a week and a half ago. I'm proud. Our son. Our son yeah. is on the list. Nitro Rad. Nitro, Nitro fucking Rad. Good boy. Oh my God. Like, I'm so proud I, of my I, son. I assume Nitro Rad, like That's just that's just you know he's already already thinking right like i don't know like he has yeah. that vibe that's where it just has that vibe it's like yeah black lives he's a matter, dad and son's it. listener yeah he's like, a good lad he's we, we like, got we got but yeah we got ex, ex, ex guest jim sterling's on there as well we got upcoming future guest of unnamed uh uh places <laughs> he's also on there. we won't we won't name, name him who, hater, said, right? who said guest is yet but D- because just in case it doesn't happen, <laughs> but he's on there as well. Oh my god! 
So oh, the other thing yeah. that really corn. surprised me about this corn. list, corner yeah. on this list. It, back back in 2014, when I showed up on the Game Journal Pros list, that was about 80 to 90 people long. This one is 850 people long. The thing this is, like, guy. The, the, all the list does is, it's like a support list. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. What the list is. It's, it's so like, amazing. oh, okay. Here's all the people who, who, who you could follow. Who you know are Scott Waz is on there. Who? Uh, Chugga Chandra is on there. Chugga oh, really? Chugga? Doritos. Doritos is on there. Sonic Fur Fox. Affinity. Some call me Johnny. Oh, really? Like, like there are a lot of obscure YouTubers Someone on here. Someone. Someone's on there. Good lad. M many obscure shit tier celebs who are not Super Bunny Hopper on this list. I, 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 I feel slighted. And I stop tweeting your support, then George, and then you'll be on there. I, I, George, okay. I just have a, I, I don't know, man. I just have a feeling <laughs> that there's a lot of, lot of white people that would be so angry to have you on that list that follow you, man. I just have no. that feeling. No, just... there'd just be like two of them, and they'd have six accounts across them. Yeah, and they'd both be like brothers yeah, in the okay. same trailer, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, don't worry, don't worry. You're all well, good, man. If, one if of, someone, someone comes to your place, just let me know. I'll fly over, and uh, I'll kick some ass for you, dude. So, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, if 10 years from now, this is going to feel... The, the past decade is going to feel like the growing pains of, like, the first generation who had to grow up on the internet from day zero without a generation of parents who knew what kind of neo-Nazi shit they might be running into along the way. I don't know. Maybe that's a thing that'll change in, in the future from here. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the text here says, anyone looking to find out which companies, brands, and content creators have betrayed the trust of the American people by aligning with groups that support the deconstruction of Western values, this list will enlighten you as to who the traitors are so you can stay informed. Oh my God. And then it immediately says, note, many of the people, brands, and companies on this list are not headquartered in America. However, they still cater to and influence the American consumer audience. Yeah. You see that video of that dude who was like, all these video companies supporting Black Lives Matter. I'm never going to buy a video game ever again. <laughs> video yeah, okay. Games. And he, he like has pictures of all these amiibos behind him. He's like, you can see I dedicated years of my life. <laughs> and now I'll never buy another video game ever yeah, guess again. What? They don't care. They don't care. And that dude will no doubt continue buying video games. Yes. Everyone so, else but you. <laughs> I... I God, the more you, like, follow this, of fucking course I'm about to say this, the more you follow it, the weirder it gets. On Twitter, this one, the one angry gamer replies with a very scripty-sounding, JRPG-sounding kind of response, where he'll say things like, Ugh, no, that's not how I imagined this list to be used. Oh, this isn't right. Yeah, I did see that, and I was like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder if it's all a ploy. A but I doubt yeah. it. Because then I read through some of the comments he posted, and I was like, uh. This yeah. is also the guy who zoomed into the trans pride flag during like an endgame art scene in Celeste and made 
a, a big spiel. Okay, yeah, there is one one blog post on oneangrygamer.net going into how the the gay pride and the trans pride flags cuddled away in a tiny little like portion of this Celeste screenshot are destroying Western hegemonic values. And this shit is from last November. And again, like the language, it just seems so stilted and influenced by video games to be real. The 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 line of reasoning from them is I wasn't talking about the full picture, though. If you zoom in to look at the flags, they're the most colorful entities within the frame, which is not true. And then someone says, then don't fucking zoom in on it if you don't want to look at it. And their reply is, but I have to. Sorry, I was wow. distracted. There's some weird alarm going off outside my building. <laughs> Something like, what? Like some sort of warp, warp sound. Oh. I hope it's not the Gaijin police. Just trying to double aliens, check it's not man. some sort of fucking aliens, earthquake dude. alarm. Well, I'm just double check. I think it's I think it's a building alarm. The aliens, like, man. Oh my god, do you guys remember when there actually was a Japanese scare over North Korean missile launches because of yes, cell phone message just not being clear or something? I can't imagine Actually no, scratch that. It's 2020. I can totally imagine something like that happening live on the podcast. <laughs> It's getting, it's getting louder. It's Are you the worried? Aliens. <laughs> Do you want to check weird, for, for Russian bombers or something? Like record it. Can you guys? Can you guys hear? No, no. I want to. I put, put that game up. Put that game. But up you, you know, like tornado and air raid sirens are supposed to sound like weird and, and distant and off, right? Is that it's, is that a thing you have to worry about in 2020? I, I don't know, because it, it sounds close and then goes away, so it must be a vehicle or something, but it doesn't sound like any emergency thing I've heard before. Oh, are these those things that you hear in establishing shots of anime before the giant monsters attack? I don't know. Like like in the beginning of Evangelion episodes, before it cuts to the scenes of Could destruction? Be, yeah. It sounds more similar to that than it does anything else. It doesn't oh sound boy. like any alarm I've heard before, though. If I start shaking, then you'll fucking know. <laughs> the camera just starts saying, oh boy, here we go. Here we at go, least, guys. At least you will have lived your final moments in your favorite t-shirt. My favorite. Wait, what t-shirt might that be, George? The, the Dad and Sons t-shirt that you're wearing. Unofficial sample? What should we call it? The prototype? If you're interested in owning a Dad and Sons t-shirt, <laughs> then tell us at Dad and Sons podcast at gmail.com. I almost said Dad and Sons yeah, t-shirts so, so the people who want a t-shirt are going to go to their email, type in Dad and Sons podcast <laughs> just to say that I they want, want a t-shirt. I want a t-shirt. That, yeah, that's, that's a lot of work to say that they want a t-shirt. So can, <laughs> there should can be like a little button. I, that you just I, put. I wonder if like... <laughs> I wonder if I can, like, pose and you guys can point at it. The dad button. It yeah, still yeah. kind of looks a little booby, Click though. Like I think it's just because you of your hand. There's my nipples. The full flatness of your of your nipple chest is bleeding through. Something about it still looks a little booby, though. It's the same as Matt's t-shirt. It's just the color. It's gray, man. It's just like a little bit of unnecessary boob there that seems... Oh, I am kind of chunky. I don't know what you want me to fucking say, dude. I, it, it might be like the shadow or the, the reflecting or the I've rippling got, or the lighting or, or the, the camera. Like a, the... I'm like one of those gorillas you like in that game so much. Yo, man, he, he has his Corona 15 on, man. Like, let them be, man. Nah, He's dude, staying home. Yeah, look at that muscle, muscle man. 
very threatening. Very threatening tattoos. Stop, please, please cover them up. <laughs> it's here. We got it. We got the damn sun sample. Liam, <laughs> Liam walks out with his tattoos. Oh man, that's that's a cool tattoo, man. That's a cool white guy. I walked out with tattoos. Oh shit. Kill He's from jail. <laughs> He's a jailbird. To be fair, man. Let me let me hide my kids, be, hide my wallet. To be in, to be entirely fair. Everybody who is Japanese who sees my tattoos also thinks the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that I've been to jail. <laughs> yeah, Foreigners are foreign over there. I like how everyone's yeah. treated equally. That is true. Yeah. Because one thing like you can shit. say about Japanese is everybody is not Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I prefer that. I way prefer that. <laughs> you you still yeah. have to cover them up for the beach. Or wait, actually, no. is that still a thing you got to do? Is covering up for the beach? Wait, no, what? You never have to cover up the beach. Dude, it's I complicated. Mean, Japanese tattoo etiquette is... It's complicated. Wait, you can't take off your shirt at the beach? I mean, you can. It depends. Like, if it's, like, a specific private beach where somebody has rules up that says no tattoos. I mean, that's mostly because they oh, don't want the Yakuza arriving. Oh, that's weird, man. That's There's, weird. like, strong gang associations with it, and... That's apparently why it's, foreigners it's weird, can right? get away like, with it more than Japanese I mean, people. We've talked about it so much, but it is one rule for some and not for the other. It, it mm. is not on the same scale as what's going on in America, but there are cases where, you know, it's, oh, a Japanese person <laughs> does this, they get away with it. A foreigner does this, fucking kick that motherfucker out of the country. It's like, right now, nobody can return to Japan only Japanese people. But if you are a legal resident who owns a visa or a right to live in here, but you're not Japanese, you're not allowed in. Even though this is where you live, where your job is, where your children might be, where like where your wife or your husband might be. It's insane. Like Japan definitely yeah. still is like, you're not Japanese. This doesn't count for you. Matt and I need to find out who we can gay marry so that we can... can get dual citizenship so not have to pay repatriation tax and uh yo i'm telling you man like listen listen man i've been i've been ready <gasps> is are this you, like the are bachelor? You a lonely dad am i the am i am i the like am i the bachelor and you guys are the bachelorettes like yeah well see you're not married yet right so we might toss you around we might toss yeah. you around get married to you liam a couple times and Hey man, you guys gotta wine me and dine me. See who impresses me the most. Well, thing is, One, I don't know. I don't George, know if I you're already you're already on the shit list, George, because you said my t-shirt was too booby, so you've already insulted me. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're on thin ice, Matt. You complained about the JRPG, so I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when does a video game have to do with anything? Like, I'm pretty sure the girlfriend has complained about something. And, and and that hasn't changed a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, you cute, so I'm just. <laughs> hey, have you ever have you ever seen her? Have you ever seen her? She might not even be real. How do you know? I, I visit Sonic fan websites in my spare time. <laughs> just give if you're embarrassed of your Sonic fan website, just just give it to someone ten years younger and just don't at least keep don't, the, keep the old media up. Fandom is great, right? But yeah. There's, there's a limit to reality and not to reality. This has been one of those years where you like, 
you do suspect that that we might end up outgrowing it one of these years, right? Like that's that's gonna happen eventually, right? Like I, I do want my Metal Gear Solid Three machine on my deathbed, but for like a couple decades <laughs> before then, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be slowing the hell down. Yeah. Yeah. So no. <laughs> then. Speaking of of the opposite of slowing things down, we totally forgot to do a question. Oh. Sparrow Jack asks if you were to give one game that never had any major competitive scene a second lease on life as an eSport, which game would it be and why? I would bring back all the heyday of Street Fighter 4 <laughs> just because it was a great time even it though was it was a, a very popular eSport time, man. Mike and Gutex Yeah, hell yeah Dude, the, I watched every what was single it? Cross camera? episode I wasn't, It was yeah, probably one of the, some of the funnest the funnest stuff I've watched on YouTube. That like, was like it, not, when streaming down. was becoming a popular thing. It was good shit. It was good shit, man. God, man, I miss, I miss that. I miss. I miss Mike Ross. I don't know. I wonder how he's doing. He's Mike Ross, right. if you listen, I he hope you're okay. A little bit. Does he? I thought he kind of gave all that shit up. No, yeah, but he comes on and he streams a little Guilty Gear and stuff. Good yeah, boy. He, he's a good kid. Yeah, you know, I think he got tired of the internet a little bit. But yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he looks he looks different now, old man. I mean, Gutex is just a face that I see on Twitch chat all the time now. Yeah, Gutex, like the the channel died after Mike left. Well, I, we're talking about something completely different. Well. But like, <laughs> we're getting off topic. But like, yeah. the the channel died, and and Gutex got really sad. It sucks. It sucks to see. Oh. It sucks to see. But. Uh, um, but I, yeah. yeah. An actual game that doesn't have a competitive scene. Yeah. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's, obviously. <laughs> Who can't piss themselves? <laughs> um, George has a re- George has an answer that he's dying to say. I, I, I swear the only reason I, I almost pissed myself on the podcast so much is because I'm drinking water through it and the bathroom is Do you need literally to go right next door. Huh? Do you need to go again? No, no. I, I, I can't say it we up because get, you brought it you, up. If you had to go again, you would. We're gonna send you to have a diabetes check because, goddamn, man. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> George is like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Back <laughs> to the point. Because you know, there's all those other GI issues and a very sedentary lifestyle for this. Anyways, back to the point. <laughs> I, we need to answer. Whose I guess question I was it. I guess yeah. I Golden, Golden Eye, man. That's what no, we're gonna have. <laughs> for fuck's sake! In 2006 and 2007, G4 tried their hand at competitive 32 versus 32 player Battlefield 2 matches, and and they were probably not that fun to watch. But my God, I would love it if someone one day figured out a way to make um, watching a team of 30 people playing a video game instead of five an FPS video game instead of five. Um, interesting and fun to watch because I feel like there's a lot of interesting things going on with the larger scale Battlefield games and even Fortnite to a certain extent. Like if you watch <laughs> guys, if you watch pro professional Fortnite gameplay, you will see macros being inputted on keyboards with very impressive speed and, and aiming and also mass coordination with people building structures all at once. I want to see like 30 people work together in a way that is accessible and, and fun to watch and gratifying to see them pull off a, 
a strategy or move that actually requires 30 people to work together. Like a soccer match. Isn't that kind of how soccer matches mm -hmm. work? Like the whole blob moves together of all like way yeah. larger amounts of, of people on the team than in other sports. Yeah. I don't know the specifics. Yeah, me either. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I would love to see something like that. Kind of like, like uh, EVE Online. Um, except it doesn't <laughs> look like it's EVE a Online. Yeah that, yeah, that would be really interesting to see if that would even be possible of like, pulling off. But yeah, it's, it's I mean, always it so happens, much more fun. No, you know, no one's commenting. Um, did, uh, doing commentary. Did Trump e main EVE Online Wars... They're they're so much more fun to read about than than actually watch, and watch get it. into yeah, because it doesn't look cool, you know. Did tra did Trackmania have like a popular esports scene? Because like, it's basically like watching Hot Wheels but a video game. So if you had like shit tons of cars racing on crazy tracks, people trying not to fall off. Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they they even use that imagery in a lot of uh, promo materials of like the. the 60 cars cramped into the little canyon tracks. The thing is, is that I actually picked up those games looking forward to some some big, like, F-Zero style 30 cars on a track races, and uh, there's, like, no collision detection between them, and it's all ghost racing. You can, you can, you can set it. You can yeah. set it. Yeah, it's a ghost racing. Track actually, thing. when I used to go to LAN events, Trackmania Forever Nations was like, the hottest shit. That was so much fun, having just racing against people on those tracks. It's so good. It's such a great game. And all you need to use is the arrow keys. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's such a good game. You should have a broken game of 007, GoldenEye. <laughs> Competitive GoldenEye would e be the most broken shit. Broken ass game. <laughs> we might as well have it for Evo this year. Competitive GoldenEye! Yo, like that pony game net though. play. Oh. <laughs> I would like if they could yeah. make Salty Bat, right? You know Salty Bat. Salty what? Salty, salty Bat. Salty Bat. Salty bat. Oh, boy, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah a yeah, rabbit yeah. hole right? if you don't know what that is. Yeah, so, like, yeah. imagine if they could take, you know, the, uh, the custom engine that they use for Salty Bat, right? The randomizer where it randomizes sprites and power moves from mm. shit tons of characters. But you basically just turned up to one event and it was like a winner takes all of the best fighting game players in the world. And they just had to random through thousands of different genres and sprites and they would get random characters with random movesets and they had to fight it out in one a one-off tournament they do it the, through do the it. salty bet engine they do it yeah but i'm, I'm talking Mugen. very specifically about what they use for salty bet engine i forget what it is it's a custom fighting Mugen. engine it's Mugen. twitch plays Mugen. Is it Mugen? yeah oh man it's like it's I, really? like where you can fight i i used to play it on there's a stream where you know, they had Dragon Ball Z characters, they had characters yeah, yeah, from, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, I oh, mean, dude, they had I that for years, this. man. I used to play it on Dreamcast, um, uh, when, you know, when you can hack the Dreamcast and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, this. they had a stream that was, like, pretty big at the time. I doubt, I don't think it's big anymore. And you could play Salty Bets on it. And it was fun just to see, like little tiny Damn. characters that you could barely see on the screen win a match because the the other character couldn't couldn't hit it whatever the <laughs> ai was it just couldn't because hit the other small. character <laughs> so it's so ridiculous man so yeah it was broken. my my favorite oh man i need to see that we're we're always Give that an esports scene 
My favorites were always the children's character matchups, like like Winnie the Pooh versus uh, Barney, who would win. Yeah. And and they just or like you could do have, um... all these flips and somersaults in front of each. <laughs> just watching that shit is hilarious. Yeah, it's so good. Like stick it on on a hungover Saturday morning or something with some friends and just be like, yeah. "Oh man, man. I was sold about for two hours, bet on some dumbass shit." I hope people still have the time and the energy and the sense of humor to make shit like that after this year. The well, we'll Mugen is truly the prod the product of better times. <laughs> when when your society is capable of creating Mugen, that's how you know you've like passed over the threshold of not worrying about starvation anymore. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, mm. You think we we got time for another question, or shall we shall we wrap? We're pushing two hours. Yeah, I know, I know. And, then, and I'm looking at the next question, <laughs> and it's a big one. We've gotten good at stretching this out, is the thing. But it's I, late. <laughs> I do have a good answer for that next one, but I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'll the Sonic that one knocked me for six. Then, what's that? The Sonic one knocked me for six. Oh, that's a cricket reference. You won't get that, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Knocked for six means like hit to the furthest, like knocked out. I don't know. Why am I explaining this? Why are we here? <laughs> what is this? Hit for six. Is that is that a golf term? Is this? No, it's a cricket. It's a oh, cricket. Oh, oh, football, right? Right? Got that sport guys. called I said football? The sport three times now. Cricket. cricket. Chirp. Chirp. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's a good day for a bit of cricket. I got Stick attacked by a, a cricket once. The thing like jumped up in my face really, really tall. I didn't know they could get that high. They are quite well known for their jumping abilities. <laughs> the not, jumping not their aggression. Oh, I wonder if that cricket had like brain wasps or something inside of it then. Ooh. Oh my god. I was taking the trash out at work and a cricket fucking jumped at me right like right in my face. This was <laughs> starting, 12 mate? years ago or Are something. I have not forgotten. You're that. in my way, mate. You starting? All right, I stay safe, guys. Have have a good week. Play play some games and and fight and the power. Fight Oh my god. Black lives matter. Fight the power. Email Podcast at gmail.com if you want to ask. This is such a weird podcast. This is, this is the weirdest shit we ever... <laughs>